welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like capital ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It would mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy. If you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy, you can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions. And that means the world to me. And I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. That said, while you're doing that, we're going to have a little bit of an interesting conversation today. And so what I need you to do real quick is I need you to flash your mics, pay attention, lean in, flash, 
<coughs> excuse me, flash your mics if you own if you own any type of cryptocurrency or NFT. Crypto or NFT flash your mic. Even Coon's not flashing, but I'm guessing he should be. There he is. Okay, good. Okay, I see Ramon on some. Dora Maria. Okay, Jan. Okay, Brad. Bobby. TM. Okay, Kim's got some. Beautiful. David. Tyrone, not yet. Monica. Okay. I see Mary Lynn Wilkins down a little bit. Mario. Good. Okay. Melvin. Okay. Sophia. Okay. Great. Shannon. Okay. Good. Big Mike. Dr. Christina. She's a little hippo holder. Okay. Beautiful. Naida. Okay. Good. 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 So I, I now have an idea. Looks like from what I could see from the mic flashes. And if you're in the audience, raise your hand, raise your hand right now. If you own any cryptocurrency or you own an NFT. Okay. Raise your hand. I won't put you up. I'm not going to embarrass you. I'm not going to do any of those things, but just raise your hand. If you own any cryptocurrency or any NFTs, go ahead and raise your hand right now. Raise your hand, raise your hand, raise your hand. Raise your hand. I want to see, I want to see. Okay. Good. Good. Okay. Great. Okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. Okay. Good. Okay. So here's what it looks like. And I could be wrong because this is totally not scientific in any way, shape, or form. Okay. But here's what it looks like. It looks like to me, it looks like about, and how's my connection? It's, I'm getting the red bar. Are you guys hearing me okay? You're, You're good, good, one. You're good. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. Okay. It looks like to me roughly about 25%. I'd say about 25% of those that are on the stage, 25% of those that are on the stage own some type of cryptocurrency or some type of NFT, right? Which you kind of have to own crypto to own an NFT for the most case, right? Okay, so about 25%. And then when, it, when we talked about hand raisers in the audience, and maybe you're just shopping grocery shopping, you're not paying attention, you don't feel like raising your hand, but it seemed like a, a much smaller percentage, right? It seemed like about uh, maybe maybe 5%. 5% owned crypto or NFTs. Now, here's what's interesting about this whole thing. Here's what I want to talk to you guys about today. So we're going to spend the next 20 minutes. We're going to talk a little bit about what this is, why everybody's talking about it, and why it's so important. Okay? Why it's so important. So I believe it is my job, my responsibility. God has given me. He has given me so many cool friends and he's given me a platform, he's given me an audience, he's given me a voice, he's given me uh, an uh, ability to teach and to coach and to educate, right? God gave me those things. And so when it comes to learning a lesson, like I learned a lesson, if you change the way you start your day and make a massive impact in your life, I learned that lesson, I feel it is my responsibility to share that. Now, I have spent approximately the last four months, not an expert in any way, shape or form, but I've spent the last four months, 15 minutes a day, learning about cryptocurrencies and NFTs. 15 minutes a day minimum. Sometimes I go down the rabbit hole, I spend hours, right? But I've committed at least 15 minutes a day. And I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, and I was like, you know what? This makes so much sense once you start to understand it. And then once you start to understand how it makes sense, then you start to realize how important this is going to be for 100% of the people in the room. Not the 25% on stage that already own some, not the 5% in the audience that own some, 100%. This will impact you financially 
your understanding of this space will impact you financially moving forward. Not an opinion, not an opinion, just straight facts. Now you're saying, Glenn, how can you say that that's straight facts? I was talking to my mom about this uh, yesterday. My mom and my uh, stepfather, his name is Everett, wonderful people, uh, both in their uh, 60s, right? 60s, I think mom's going on 65 or something like that. How can you say that this is going to impact and affect us? We're in our 60s. We have our savings account. We have our money. We're good where we're at. We have no interest in this particular world. And I say, okay, well, here's how I can tell you that this is fact, that it's going to make an impact. So we're going to go back in history real quick. And I don't have a lot of time, so we're going to move fast. But we're going to go back in history really quick. And we're going to look at previous examples of both currency and technology and how it evolves and how it changes and ultimately makes an impact in your life, okay? So we're gonna go way back real quick. We're gonna go way back in time. We're gonna go to the original bartering system. I had a cow, you had two sheep. I wanted the two sheep, you wanted the cow. We traded, right? Do you guys remember? Do you remember that transaction? Does anybody remember that? Anybody still doing those types of transactions? Bobby's like, yeah, I remember trading cows. still me a sheep for that cow, Glenn. That's right. <laughs> that's right, Bobby. That's right. That's right. We're still working on it. We did not cement that transaction in the blockchain. We'll get into that later. So we traded the cow for the two sheep. That's how we started this bartering system. So we wanted to exchange goods back in the day. Well, things started to get a little complicated. Once goods, sometimes it's a little bulky. Right? It's a little bulky to actually exchange a couple sheep and some cows. You have to have some type of equipment to move them around and so on and so forth and feed livestock and so on and so on and forth. It got complicated. So we started, well, maybe we could just have some type of token or some type of exchange, some type of exchange that's not as clunky, right? It's not as, it's not as um, uncomfortable and, and clunky and inconvenient. So then from there, we started going to metals right we went into these metals precious metals coppers and silvers and golds and we started turning those into coins that represented an agreed upon amount of value that we then started to exchange it made it a lot easier right i'll just give you a coin instead of giving you a cow made a big difference well, then as currencies started to increase and people started to connect more and more, exchanges of goods started to happen more and more often, we started to realize that coins themselves were quite clunky. Bunch of change in your pocket. Like who loves carrying around a bunch of quarters? Nobody wants to carry around a bunch of quarters, right? And so we started exchanging all of these coins, gold, silver, copper, bullion, whatever. We started exchanging these things for these notes, these paper notes that represented what those coins, those metals were worth. Now, originally these paper currencies were actually tied to those metals. There was something called a gold standard and you had to have the actual metal in order to exchange it for that, for that piece of paper, right? That all changed, World War II. That all started to change. We went away from the gold standard. They just started kind of printing paper whenever they wanted to. And now we know it today that we have these dollar bills, $10 bills, $100 bills, $50 bills, different currencies all around the world that we exchange that have monetary value. We all believe and agree that they have monetary value. Now, what is their monetary value? Well, it depends on what year you're in, where you were raised and where you live, right? $100,000 in Kentucky will buy you a house. 
$100,000 in LA, you might be able to rent a studio for a day, right? Different values in different places, but we all agree that it has some sort of value. Now, dollars themselves, paper currency started to get a little clunky. Started getting really clunky, especially as expenses started to increase. We started to spend more money. It started to get really clunky. And so we started using credit cards and computers to track the exchanges. We said, okay, well, instead of handing me a whole 50,000, 100,000, 200,000 in $1 bills, because that's clunky, instead of doing that, why don't we just write this transaction in a ledger, in a computer? And now digitally, it'll show in your account that you have this money. We don't have to do the physically trans the physical transaction. Got much easier, right? And so now most of us here in this room, most of us do all of our transactions digitally for the most part. We still carry some cash. If you're a dinosaur like Brian Benstock, he's probably got, you know, a thousand bucks in his wallet right now. Right? Lots of it. <laughs> we still carry around some cash, but for the most part, 99% of our money is stored digitally. Now, this is what's happened with our money. Now, I want to give you one more quick example of how these things flow. So let's go to music. And Brian is a great example of this because Brian loves music, he loves Frank Sinatra, he loves all of those things, right? Music originally started off with the big uh, uh i forget what the thing is the, the 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 big thing with the horn and the needle and the disc you guys know what i'm talking about you've seen it right david spizak has one in his office i believe it started off with those and we started creating it's called, the, it's, yeah, it's called the big it's called the big troll yes that's what i'm talking about thank you brian and then when it got brought to a car a company called moto roller the big troller and put it in the car, hence Motorola. Nice. Love that. Love that. Did not know that. Love that. Thank you for adding that, Brian. So I want you to imagine an album, right? We used to have albums. Albums would come out, big plastic vinyl albums. You kept them in a little cardboard case. You kept them on the shelf. And that's how we were able to play our music. Albums started to get clunky. So then we took our albums and we- Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorningfive.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. We switched them over to cassettes, right? A little bit easier, recorded on a piece of tape. A little bit easier, you had to have a cassette player. Then the cassette players got a little clunky, the tapes got all windy, they got all messed up, and so we moved them over to CDs, digital, right? It became digital, our music. We could play it in the CD player, but even those started to get clunky, they started to get scratched. And, and frictionless. That's right, that's right. And don't forget the friction of the needle caused an impairment of the, of the sound. And so CDs allowed light to read that. And that, that's where you're going with digital currency because it's also frictionless. That is exactly right, Brian, exactly right, right? So then we went to the CDs, which we were able to do, you, do with light, but even that got clunky. I don't know if you remember carrying around your big old CD case that carried like 100 CDs. 
and then having that dashboard little visor thing that you put on your visor that held all your different discs and it was like really exciting when you got a 12 disc cd changer put in the back of your car you guys all remember that clunky 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 so then they came out with these uh little modules that uh, you guys all know and love right that apple came out with and you could start to digitally MP, keep M mp3 mp3 that's right yeah. <laughs> mp3 right ryan's right in there with us i love it right and now if you look at how we listen to music it's 99 percent of the time unless you're wanting something traditional or historic or, or maybe you're a dj mixing some albums right for the most part we're going to listen to our music digitally it's convenient it's easy it's an instant transfer right so we see this over and over, and here we are now in this digital era where technology is removing the frictions and creating opportunities for exchanges of goods in powerful ways. Insert cryptocurrencies. Now, cryptocurrencies are taking this whole concept of bartering and exchanging and removing one key component that has, has existed for quite a while, a clunky component, a component that you've all complained about. And that component is the bank itself. The bank has been taking your money, transferring it into digital whatever, doing handling all of your exchanges, keeping track of your passwords, protecting you from identity theft, which is great, right? They're also working from nine to five, closed on the weekends, <laughs> and very, very clunky in a lot of ways. So cryptocurrencies, what they have done is now let you do the exchanges with the people that you want to exchange with, field it into a record or ledger, just like a bank would, but they've removed the bank itself. Next on the list is this thing called NFTs, and this is where it gets a little wonky and a little weird. I think we can most wrap, most of us can wrap our heads around digital currencies, but now wrapping our head around why Justin Bieber just paid $1.4 million for a Bored Ape Yacht Club digital image of a monkey is a little bit of a stretch, is it not? It's a little bit of a stretch. So here's how I want to break this down for you real quick. And my plan and intention is as I continue to learn more in this area, to share and to educate and to teach. We'll talk about these things in this room, especially this month we're talking about money. And so I want you to just go on the journey with me. I just want you to start opening your mind to the possibilities because I do know for a fact that all of these things will change the way we look at exchanges moving forward. Just like the CD did, just like the credit card did, all of these things. So I'm not asking you to know and understand, and I'm definitely not telling you to invest in any of these areas, unless you might be a really good friend of mine, you might get a message, but I am telling you to open your mind to the education behind it. So here's how I want you to understand what's going on with a $1.4 million digital piece of art, as they call it. I want you to metaphorically think of a startup company. When you have a startup company, oh, did you guys lose me? Are we good? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, sorry. it was showing I was muted all of a sudden, even though I wasn't. 
I want you to think of a startup company, okay? So if you have a startup company that is looking to raise revenue, they're looking for a seed round, right? You hear about it all the time in Silicon Valley. These companies come in, they have a concept, they have an idea, they have uh, opportunity, so on and so forth. They go to investors, investors do deal, do, do, do diligence. <laughs> the investors will do their due diligence and they will ask certain questions. One of the questions that they will ask is, who is the leader of this startup company? Do we trust them? Are they, um, are they business savvy? Is it someone that we believe can take a project and move it to the next level? That's one of the questions that they ask. Now, the second thing that we ask when we're looking at a startup company is obviously what type of reach and community do they have? Do they have access to buyers that can supply the revenue that it takes in order to grow this company? We also want to look at their product, right? What is the product that this startup company is selling? Is it a viable product? Does it make sense? Is it trendy? Do people want the product? And then we also ask questions along the lines of what is their plan? What is their strategic way to get to market? How are they going to make all of these moves, right? We ask these questions. And if we get the correct answers, if we get to a point where we're like, yes, we trust the leader. Yes, we believe they have a community. They have buyers. Yes, they have a great strategic plan. Yes, they have a product that people want. And then a lot, the last part that's really important is, well, how are they looking to serve, especially in today's day and age? How are they giving back, right? It's so important to us nowadays when we invest in companies, we want to make sure that those companies are making a positive impact in the world, right? So when we ask these five questions of a startup company, then we make a decision on whether or not we want to invest in that company. Now, I want you to take that model, right? And I want you to apply it to the world of NFTs. Here's what I'm starting to learn and understand. An NFT is simply a physical representation of a company that you are choosing to invest in. When you purchase something called an NFT, which is a non-fungible token, which you can see I have one as my picture right here, and Dora Maria has one as well. It is just like you are buying share of stock in a company that you believe in. So if I go and invest in Tesla, it's because I believe in Elon Musk. I believe they have products people want. I believe they make a positive impact in the world. I believe they have a nice strategic plan and I believe they have a huge community in a way to reach the market, right? So then I make my investment. And what do I get when I invest in Tesla? Well, I get a digital representation that says you own this much stock in Tesla. That's what I get. Back in the day, we used to actually get stock certificates that we used to hold in our hand. We don't even get those anymore. We just get a digital representation that you own stock in Tesla. That's all you get. An NFT is the same thing. I will use little hippos as an example. This little hippo that you see here on my page, you might think it's crazy. It's a hippo with bling bling teeth and a green hat. How could you pay? I paid uh, $250, I believe, for this. How could you pay $250 for that? Well, let me tell you why. The project of little hippos is ran by an incredible leader. A guy by the name, he goes by the rundown. 
I've known the rundown. I've listened to him in his rooms. I've spent dozens and dozens of hours studying his leadership. Now, the rundown has a project. And his project is going to help, the revenue from this project is going to help teach inner city kids financial literacy in the world of Web3, metaverse, cryptocurrencies, etc. I also know that The Rundown has a huge community. He has over 15,000 followers on Discord. He has 450,000 followers on Instagram. They're all active and engaged. He also has some of the biggest rooms here on Clubhouse and has for the last year. I also know that his product, which is this little picture, is tied into 80s and 90s rap icons. Jay-Z, Tupac, which I love 80s and 90s hip hop. And I know a lot of other people do as well. So when I look at this particular NFT, I'm looking at it as buying a share of stock in Rundown startup company. I've seen his strategy. I've seen his plan. I know where he's looking to take it. I've seen his community. I know and understand his leadership. So I want you to start wrapping your mind around when Justin Bieber paid $1.5 million for a picture of a yellow, I think it was yellow background ape. What he was really saying is he's willing to invest $1.5 million in the Board Ape Yacht Club startup company that the vision of their leaders, the products that they have, the ability to reach the market and the desire and demand from the consumer is all in place to make that a smart investment. Ladies and gentlemen, we're heading into a new world, but it's not so different than what we've already experienced. We're just continuing to remove friction and at the same time, creating new opportunities for a guy like me and someone like you to be able to invest in those that we feel really have an opportunity to take things to the next level. You know, there's a guy named Stephen Kuhn who's been in this room with us for over a year. I interviewed him on hashtag rise and grind. Um, he's super smart, as you guys know, if you've ever been in this room. He's, he's the writer of the book, Humble Alpha. He knows how to build businesses. And Steven is going to be launching his NFT here towards the end of the month, February 22nd, I believe it is, here towards the end of the month. And what I want to do is I want to spend some time in education. Steve's going to bring on Heather Parody tomorrow. They're going to talk about education. And I want to walk you all through the steps of what it's like. Because like Brian said, there is a little bit of friction of getting into this world. You have to get a MetaMask wallet. You have to buy some Ethereum. You have to do these things that are a little bit uncomfortable. So together, we're going to walk through this. We're going to walk through this together. And I'm going to teach you all of the things that I've learned and as, that I continue to learn. And hopefully when Steven comes around here in the next week or two, if you believe in Steven as a leader in his company and his project, you too are going to have an opportunity to get in on something really, really incredibly special. So I wanted to leave a little bit of space to answer questions. However, I did not do that. But I hope that you found this segment helpful to wrap your brain about really what's going on and how important this is for the future when it comes to opportunities for you and for me.
Glenn Lundy, great session, man. Great session. Thank you, Ramon. Thank you. Thank you. With that said, I'm going to hand it over to uh, Brian and Barb and Spizak and Raylan. I'm going to let them take it from here, but I hope you found that beneficial. Feel free to DM me. Stephen Kuhn, is there anything you wanted to say before I hand it over? Yeah, thank you for the privilege, uh, Glenn. As you know, uh, I'm a diehard uh, Glenn Lundy and Rise and Grind and Breakfast of Champions fan. Been here since the very first day. We met about three and a half years ago. Went to your live event in Kentucky. I'm here. I'm backing you guys, and we appreciate any kind of support you can get. Once you once you hear about the mission, I'm sure everybody's going to want to join in. So looking forward to the education coming up. Thank you, Stephen. I appreciate you. Uh, I'm going to hand it to Brian and them. I will say, well, if there's any, if there's well, any of you that are, if there's any of you that are a little bit further in your journey, you're already kind of comfortable in this world. I will say, take a look at. Uh, Feel, just feel free to message me. I can tell you more about Lil Hippos and why I believe in this project so much. And then message Stephen about Have NFT. That is his project. So just want to say that if you're if you're ready to step in and get your feet in the waters, connect with Stephen or connect with me. We've got some cool projects that we that we can talk about. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.